course we consider that a day of sorrow. Gham. Why? Because we stand paralyzed. We can't defend even the graves of our imams. We didn't stand to say no. Yes, I understand that the Shia are very little in number. And at that time, there was no social media. Even the regular media was not so advanced. But the history didn't say that, oh, there was uh, 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 demonstrations in, in uh, uh, Karbala, in, in Najaf, in Baghdad. Hundreds of thousands of demonstrators roamed the street in Iraq, the streets in Qatif, the streets in Bahrain, the streets of Iran. Nothing happened. Nothing. Most of the Shia kept silent and accepted what has happened. That is why this oppression keep going on through the years. Is it the time now to make a change? Yes, it is. We have to move. We have to make a change. We have to raise our voices. We are not asking the, the Saudi uh, royal family to uh, abandon the rulership of Saudi Arabia. We didn't ask for that, at least for now. Our request is very simple and easy to be carried out. It just need a unified position and determination from the Shia to stand behind that cause and to be firm in it. Simply what we require, what we need. We need simple things, very simple. Just rebuild a small mosque. We didn't ask for a huge mosque or something like that. A small mosque around the grave of these, those four imams. And make a shrine, simple shrine for them. And on the top of this mosque, just put four domes as they were before when you invaded Hijaz, when you invaded Medina al-Munawwara. That is our simple request. We didn't ask for anything more than this for now. And we should be clear. We request quietly, politely from the rulers of the Saudi Arabia Kingdom, especially the Crown Prince now, we ask him as he make many reforms in Saudi Arabia and as he try to put a limit to the influence of the Wahhabis, the Salafis on the government and on the religious affairs in the whole kingdom, especially inside the, the Haram. So now, the Shia, they are free to pray with their turba in front of them. Before, that was not allowed. They are free to touch the 
the, the, the windows of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They are free to recite their own du'as and ziyarat for the Prophet and for the Imams. That was not allowed before. We should use, get advantage of this situation now because we didn't know for how long it will last. We should take advantage of this and push our agenda in this, which is very simple. Rebuilt a small mosque around the graves of our four imams with a shrine for those imams over their tombs and a dome on the top of this masjid to show that this is a place of four respected for great personalities, great imams for the Shia, and even for the Sunnis, they are great scholars. At least the, the non-Shia consider them from the Tabi'een, at least. Imam Zainul Abidin salam. All the Tabi'een agreed that he was the greatest personality in his time in Medina. And they used to come to learn from him. Same thing with Imam Al-Baqir And Imam Al-Sadiq was the professor, the teacher of all other Imams, Abu Hanifa, Ibn Hanbal, Malik, all of them especially Abu Hanifa and Malik. And later on, Ibn Hanbal was a student for Abu Hanifa and Shafi was a student for Malik. So they are the source of all other non-Shia school of thoughts. So they are respected among the non-Shia. These four personality. But for the, for the Shia, no, they are the imams appointed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they are not like regular people. We didn't worship them. We didn't say that they are gods or creator or anything. But those are people who have been deeply loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, more than Ashabul Kahf, more than anybody else, except the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa so what the Saudi government will lose if they do or respond to this very, very simple request?